Welcome to DesignCast. Jason Reagan will guide you through the MYP design course like a pro. Stay tuned. Okay, welcome back to another exciting edition of DesignCast. And in this episode of DesignCast, I had the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Sahil Khan. Mr. Khan is a relatively new teacher to the teaching profession, but he has lots of experience beyond his time in the classroom. So we talk about a bunch of different things, but what is most interesting in our chat is what we talked about regarding how food design was being used as a form of service in his school in Pune, India, which was really, really interesting. And I know that you're all going to enjoy it as well. I'm sure that by listening to this, you'll find lots of questions and please feel free to reach out to him on LinkedIn and in some of these Facebook MYP and DP design groups. I'd like to thank everyone who enjoys this podcast. I'd love to have you review it wherever you listen to it. So if you listen to it on Apple or Spotify or Google Podcasts, it'd be great if you could leave a review, even if it's not just a uh, star rating, even if you feel comfortable leading some comments. That would be very, very helpful for me to continue to make this podcast better. And I'd love for you to subscribe and share it with your professional network and friends. Also, please check out my other podcast guest appearances where I talk about a load of different uh, topics and other con- with other content creators from around the world. You can see a complete list of my appearances at my website, which is www.jasonreagan.ga. And that link is in the show notes. I'd love to hear how you all in your school are preparing to teach students this year. I know that everyone is in different places in their journey and whether it be face-to-face or completely online or somewhere in the middle, please share those experiences with me. So head over to Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, or on the anchor page where this podcast is housed and you can leave a comment. I'd love to connect with you about this topic. So Um, I would hope to put some of these thoughts into future episodes or maybe follow up with you some more and possibly have you appear on the podcast. So again, thank you so much to everyone for their positive words and their response to the podcast so far. I will keep this thing going as long as I can and as long as there is need for this kind of information. So I have a really special announcement, and this is my final note, that I'll be leading a discussion on August 26th about the World Economic Forum and this new resource that they have developed and how you can use it uh, to produce robust units and classroom activities for IBCP and IBDP courses. So don't miss out on this opportunity. It's being hosted by the IB and that registration link will be listed on my LinkedIn and Twitter feed starting August 24th, so a couple days beforehand. So be on the lookout for that. So now sit back relax, and enjoy this chat that I have between myself and Mr. Khan. Hi, guys. Welcome back to DesignCast, and I am so uh, honored and excited to have Mr. Khan here with me. Uh, He is in Pune, India at the Edify International School. And so, Mr. Khan, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much, Jason. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about how you uh, got into teaching and what your current role is. 
I am a mechanical engineer by profession, and I have been into IB past uh, more than three years. I have been uh, a teacher. I have been a person who also teaches football. And then uh, one of my friends influenced me and helped me out, and she found that uh, maybe we can say a talent, a hidden talent of teaching. Maybe I'm good at speaking. That's the reason why she told me that uh, we can be a teacher. And then thankfully, I came into IB. and my first school my career started from ib thanks to the almighty that he uh, gave me a very good platform where i could connect with a lot of people uh, who are open minded like our learner profiles are and then uh, we don't just teach so my friend and ib and people like jason thanks to him also uh, they all taught me to what does a teacher means to a community and what is your role so yes i have been into teaching past 3 years and then it's it's been a very good experience a very good start to my career and looking forward for many more surprises it's exciting that you're uh, starting your career out as an ib teacher i really wish i had started uh, from day 1 <laughs> as an ib teacher and even before that as an ib student i was unfortunately i didn't get a chance to do that but i wish i had that's very inspirational and i'm sure that your background as a mechanical engineer has been helpful as far as design programs go yeah. so can you tell me a little bit about in normal circumstances what your school would look like but what kinds of things would you be doing with students i being a mechanical engineer and i mostly focus on practical learning and i i, I never focus on uh, things which are just theoretical because ib speaks about service it speaks about how you can uh, be a very good person in your life lifelong learner design gives a right opportunity because it shows theoretical teaching and practical teaching where students uh, are risk takers they care for each other they help out each other they are open minded they are again uh, you can say uh, knowledgeable where they try to collect a lot of technical and uh, practical data when i see my, uh, my school or when i see my teaching i basically focus on theory and i don't call myself as a teacher but i would call myself as a facilitator who facilitates who guides a student because it's eventually their talent i know that every learner should be you can say appreciated or your approach we should be approachable so that uh, whatever talent they have because they are never wrong they always want to inquire they always want to learn things so we as a facilitator we should be like good enough with resources so i always in my teaching i make sure that i have ample of my data ready i do a lot of self study before i teach so i don't make my class look like a robotic class or just like a robot sitting in front of me and then just teaching and learning i see how how i can just encourage that inquiry which is generated in my class so i do a lot of uh, activities brainstorming skills i do uh, relate real life situations so in my design when i say design it's like a lot about design cycle so which is even a life cycle or a process to complete a task to complete a task it can be like a product like a program or anything so i make sure that my students are never offline or they are not never off track they are on track but with a lot of variety of examples so in my teaching mostly students love a lot and they remember and things a lot because i make them visualize and imagine things because we all know that pictures occupy 75% of our memory and 25% is just the theoretical part which is written somewhere or we have read somewhere so i see that how much i can make it visualize i how can i make it more pictorial so students remember by color codes or you can say by models or by things that okay this was the this part and this was this thing 
so we know few topics which are very interesting about in my talk uh, in my design curriculum are food industry i am you can say a mini chef who helps my mom to cook uh, a lot of variety of food though she scolds me a lot that i might mess up and everyone might, might be hungry at the end of the day she scolds me a lot but at the same time she encourages me so yes i do even when i teach i see that i also apply these things in my real life so have you done some food units with students at all? Have you been doing yes, any design? Yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about sort of what you do with those students. Have they had a chance to cook before they come to class before or how does that work? Yes, that's a huge, you can say three grades, three different varieties of food, food learning. So we start from safety because when we cook, we do forget that out of excitement, we do tend to forget that what safety means or how much safe we should be as a person who is into that task. Uh, we do talk about safety and then we move on to kitchen equipment because our students should know that what kitchen equipments look like, what are the variety of equipments and why are they designed so. They should know that why is a knife in this shape only? Why is it not like a sword? Why can't we cut a cucumber with a sword? Why can't we uh, cut a cucumber with an axe? They should know what equipments are and how they are or how it can be transformed into a different way. And then we move on to the types of cooking. So uh, we start from like cooking without fire so how dry cooking is done so you can say that a mixture of salad or making some indian we call it bhel b-h-e-l bhel it's a mixture of three four different things and then we mix it and then we eat it we do eat a lot of chart you can say a roadside food which is cooked without fire so we start from that and then we move on to technical cooking i have also taught my students what uh, cooking looks like with practical videos and teaching so they have made cakes they have made pastries in one of my school we had done this as a service unit where my students made four different divisions so one of them made pizza so we went into junk food also to be very frank because students also should know that what a junk food looks like and how we can make it healthy look healthy or maybe taste healthy so one of them made uh, soft drinks one of them had made pastries uh, and cakes small cakes and then one one division made a uh, rice like a variety of rice and one of them had made uh, something i don't remember one a different variety so there were four different divisions and then those four divisions we had kept small amount for 5 rupees only indian currency 5 rupees it was easy for everybody so in the lunch break with the school's permission and coordinator's permission school uh, heads permission we had kept a small event where this 5 rupee uh, thing was collected from uh, like multiple students and the school authorities and then we used this money to uh, serve the army people who were handy who lost their uh, legs and hands and limbs and all. I converted this unit into service and where I gave my students the opportunity that use this money for a good cause, maybe whosoever is the needy. So they opted for army people and their families. So I would proudly say that within half an hour, we collected approximately 8,000 rupees Indian currency, which was a very big amount. And then happily, that was one of the greatest events which my school had. So that's like an achievement and a satisfaction for me as a teacher. When I say that I am a design teacher, I have have made my students learn and they remember my teaching. So I'm happy to be a part of design. It's great to hear that you did some service with that because I do have a lot of teachers who ask about how they can incorporate service into what we're doing and, and things like yeah. that. So that's, I mean, that's really great to hear that you guys were able yeah. to do something so authentic. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get back to the episode. 
What other kinds of things do you do beyond food design? Again, coming to service, there was one more, or two units, two more units which I implemented that. Again, for handicapped people, like people who can't walk. So a chair was made out of waste material. So three wheels, like a triangular setup like this. So at each point, you can say each point, one point, second and third, third three points, three points, three wheel chair with an axle in between. So what, three, three wheels here, three wheels here. And then you can just pull those people easily on an inclined staircase. So if they don't walk, that was one of the unit that uh, that was creativity exploring creativity then the other unit was wood technology what are types of wood and then again i had a idu unit with uh, my phd department where we made a treadmill out of pipe and used bearings so how a treadmill can be made at home so there were already a lot of videos available on internet but i feel that modifying things and giving them putting up the bibliography properly citing them properly and giving them the credit is really important because yes we are not scientists who can invent something but we can see a lot of more as a design teacher we can see we can do a lot of modification so what new ideas we put in that uh, whole about design i've been a part of digital design also where we teach them uh, digital audio editing video editing what is uh, now uh, noise tolerance how can we just remove that disturbance into it in between in that music how can we add videos going beyond uh, iMovies which is inbuilt in ipad and then we have movavi we have uh, audacity for audio editing all of these things and then a basics of programming like html css javascript I'm, I'm not an expert into digital design but yes i have been a digital design teacher for the younger ages because i feel that if i am not ready to uh, with the resources and i am not ready to teach to that expectation i should not pitch in because my learner should not go with half knowledge by the end of the day so what i'm confident at i go with that and then i also see that i learn by the time i am approaching or uh, learning in to this uh, field so i see that i do learn a lot so there are multiple units starting from design cycle to uh, the food equipments to wood technology to audio learning multimedia technology to again audio photography photoshop and then into proper machinery what is what are uh, mechanisms what is the uh, exhaust system of a machine what is interior designing so i have thought a lot of things uh, into my short span career but i have also learned from that that i should not hurry and i should not bombard my students because i have also learned from ib that we should be very good at backward planning by the time it's myp 5 our students should be ready with a lot of knowledge but not bombarded with a lot of information so given knowledge with a particular span of time is really important but bombarding them with getting no relevant output is not good from our part so we it basically gives us a result or it's a mirror a student's achievement is our teacher's mirror what is his teaching and learning strategies are they going the right way are we approaching the right learner at the right time so yes i have been learning into my departments and my school thankful to my two three friends one of them is a very good friend and he's a sports a teacher and a coordinator fiona ghatke she's a experienced teacher of 13 years she's a sports teacher and a very good friend of mine my mentor and then yes we work collaboratively in a lot of things so yes that's been basic path of my career by now that's a really exciting that's a lot stuck into a very short amount of time and so <laughs> you should be uh, really really happy with the progress you've made in that very short period of time and i agree that you Thank know you. backward mapping what you're doing is incredibly important backward 
planning that and and looking at how what you want students to do when they're at a certain age and then backing you know backward mapping that with skills development and things that's that's really great and so how many design teachers are at your school with you are you the only design teacher are there more how does that work there is one more design teacher right now last year i was the only person as it was a new school there was only one person my first school had like nine to ten design teachers because it was like four divisions per grade so there were like total you can say five four or twenty twenty divisions and then there was product and digital after grade nine because as we give an option for our learners that do you want to go for product do you want, want to go for digital then there were some experts who used, used to look after digital so right now in the school i'm working with one of my colleagues and then we both are working together i'm happy that we can collaborate properly and then we are trying to get the better output so right now currently we are working and working on the grade 10 curriculum how should it look like in a very good form we already have it but we are still working on it because there was in myp there's never never the end it's always a scope of improvement because there are no textbooks and <laughs> it's like the funniest part is that we keep on working they are satisfied for that moment and then again the principal and the coordinator then they come back again and they are like okay can you add something into it and we are like yes we need to add something into it so again it's, it's a challenging curriculum but we are happy that we are a part of it that's one thing that it's very difficult for teachers shifting who had taught in a traditional system into an IV system the, the lack of textbooks i think it's one thing and you're right it's always changing and so when i started doing this 15 years ago it was very different than it is now but the cycle was still very similar and so it's exciting to hear that you're doing so well with all of that and so so tell me something you're really excited about right now i know that this world right now is in a really funny situation with covid and all the other things but what's something you're excited about right now i'm excited about what will i deliver in the upcoming years i am excited about uh, where will i be working with which country which group of people in the world i have been approached by many schools also to be very frank uh, because i am connected on linkedin with 800 followers at a very young age and again i see that i try to collaborate and communicate and then how my knowledge can be more better because we know that when we share we do uh, enhance our no understanding and we do what do you say try to see that it flourishes more i am excited about what will i do where will i be in the upcoming years because i know i am going to do good part to my end as a teacher to my students but still it's like what will that be what will that area be who will be my learn kind of learner so i'm happy and i'm excited at the same time because there's no settlement in myp so would you ever want to work other places where would you where would your dream job be when i when i joined ib i had i had very less knowledge about what teaching is what things are i i used to think a lot about gulf countries that i should go in gulf countries and i should go there being a muslim i i'll get a lot of freedom to go for my prayer do this but when i joined ib frankly speaking all these three schools run with a different kind of concept but they never never stop us from doing our prayers or they give us equal opportunity to be a part of it then i just skip that that gulf country for me is not the right option i should see and expand my thinking and then i thought that should i go with any other country should i go with some other group of people then i focused on ib i thought i should work for ib then i kept my goal as ib that i want to be a, a ib educator i want to be a consultant i want to be a ib person who is not just doing this for money yes money is important at the end of the day because it gives you your food and meal for your family but at the same time again uh, knowledge is also important so i am happily working for it excited about my job and looking forward for a lot of surprises in my years fingers crossed again 
Ivy has given me opportunities I never would have dreamed I could have had when I started teaching 23 years ago now. I've been able to do things I never would have dreamed. And so I would say, please don't give up on that, you know, and keep pushing. And design teachers are in, in high demand everywhere in the world because yeah, just, there's just not a lot of them. And to have background in, in something that's designed like yourself is definitely something you want to continue to <laughs> pursue that. <laughs> so Absolutely. So tell me real quick, one ed tech tool that you can't live without. There are multiple tools i can't name one or two i'll say many i can say all because i don't know as a design teacher anything can come into my way and it will help me so for me all ed tech tools will help me there are a few tools which i'm very fond of like educational tools when i talk about so first comes to my mind socrative padlet and then mind map there are a lot of tools i do use them usually i have a very good periodic table ipad periodic table like we have for sciences i have it for my ipad and i have initiated in my school so my school being an apple education center for my students we introduced that and then I have uh, hope thankfully I've given it to a lot of people then they are making use of it so I have that iPad periodic table that's fantastic I love that I've seen a lot of those around so that's a great a great way to do that in my previous school I won't say that I'm an Apple educator but I have done it at a very good extent staff of like 400 plus where it was a national school and an international school combined stuff but they used iPad I have taught everybody what Apple classroom looks like I was happy for that I mean having folks like yourself in a school is, is always is very useful to those teachers and to the folks in the community. So I'm sure they're feeling very lucky that they have someone like yourself. So you should be really proud. Do you use Twitter? I used to use Twitter. Yeah. I have an account, but I don't actually have that much time because I focus yeah. continuously on LinkedIn and then my okay. curriculum. Right now also I have three, four books kept around and then I'm working on it, ah. working on my curriculum. So I yeah. feel that in Twitter, there's a lot of information shared over there. And I have seen my PYP teachers also. I mostly focus on Facebook groups, design groups and MYP educators groups and all i do focus a lot on our whatsapp group which okay. is a myp design a global whatsapp group and then i do see a lot of things on linkedin i have focused more uh, on this i do have my twitter account mm. but uh, i don't usually online on that <laughs> that's okay you only have so many hours in the day right so you can only do yeah, so true. much so, so you go to places like uh, whatsapp and facebook groups and things like that to be inspired by other teachers yes, is there yes. any other place that you go for inspiration my last place will be YouTube and Google. I look at YouTube, though it doesn't have a life, but it's more than like 10 lives for me. Because in every phase of my life, in every simple difficulty, YouTube has helped me and it's approachable, you can say. Without any demand, it just helps me. <laughs> You don't even need to say thank you to YouTube. Folks who are my age, that was the television. So I'm with you. It's okay. Well, Mr. Khan, it's been so great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to share before we uh, before we wrap it up? I would like to thank you first for giving me this opportunity to speak up and talk and share. I won't say that I am a, I'm a good teacher. I would say that I am being a part of or I am contributing to what person should do to the community. So I can say I am a social uh, person who uh, loves to be a part of this. IB has given me a really good opportunity i would love to be in contact with a lots of knowledgeable people like you god bless you hopefully we'll be working with you in your school in the upcoming year we have to connect with each other because there's less of us than anybody else and so what i'll do is i'll share all of your information so folks can get in touch with you in the uh, in the sh in the show notes and so sure. you know we'll put that together so that folks can get in touch with you because i'm sure there's people out there who would love to ask you more questions sure. and connect with you so that sounds that's great, great. so great. thank you so much it's been a pleasure talking to you you, Mr. Khan, and, and we'll be in touch soon, okay? It was a lovely time, Mr. Jason. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a Thank lovely you. day. Thank you. Thank you. 
I hope you enjoyed that episode of DesignCast. I'm Jason, your host, and I produced and created this podcast. If you have any input, I would love to hear from you. And I look forward to seeing you again really soon.